Is the Northern Lights Cruise and the stunning fjords of Norway on your next vacation to-do list? If so, stay tuned for our review. My guest today is Carol Patterson, a travel specialist with Cruise Holidays of Oakville. Carol has been meeting the needs of her clients in and around Burlington, Oakville, and across Canada for the last 20 plus years. Hi, Carol. Welcome back to RTE Travel Talk. Hi, Ken. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. It's great to have you with us. So, Thank Carol, you. one thing that we see that is getting really, really popular and we're getting a lot of questions about it is Northern Europe, in particular Norway and its fjords. Now, I know you've just recently returned just off such an itinerary. I'd like you know, was wondering if we can spend a little bit of time today and talk about what it was like to cruise around Northern Europe and in Norway in those fjords. Absolutely. Happy to talk about it. It was, I'd say after I came back, it's actually one of my favorite itineraries. Really? Yes. The scenery is absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning. And I mean, I've been out West Canada a lot because I used to ski, but, um, and Canada has beautiful mountains. There is no doubt about it. Yep. But these, going through these fjords and, and the greenery, probably because of the time I was going, because it would probably be stunning in the fall as well. The greenery and, and the, just the color difference between the uh, rivers going in or the, the fjords going in, the sky was blue. We had beautiful weather, I'd say all but one day. The sky was blue, blue, and then just the green on, on the sides of the, the mountains, hillsides. It was just stunning. It really was. And, and wow. the waterfalls coming down. So, yeah. And I, I think of anything, Ken, the, what you're going to talk about probably uh, for anybody that goes on a Norwegian fjord cruise is actually the scenery. So how long a cruise is it as a rule? Well, I was on one that was 11 days. But okay. there are 14 days. 14 days would definitely be my preference because you can get further north. So right. anybody wanting to go further north and, and, and especially in the fall, if they wanted to see northern lights, you would want to go further north, um, Trondheim, Tromso, that kind of thing, or into the Arctic Circle. So I only got halfway up, say, or just maybe, you know, <laughs> a thir two thirds up, whatever. But I, I didn't get as far as going the rest of the way up to the uh, Arctic Circle. Wow. So it really is something that can extend quite a long time then. 14 days is, is a good length for a cruise. 14 days is a great length for getting up there, especially, you know, if, if right. uh, some of the cruises will start from Oslo. Mine started from Amsterdam. but And there are so many fjords and, and places that a lot of itineraries don't even, they're not repeated, like they're different. So you could actually right. do this more than once right. because wow. you would be visiting different ports each time or, or different fjords as you know, you're going in and out. So Norway has the most fjords in the world. You know, you would be able to do this cruise again and still hit different spots. You could do okay. like I did 11 days. There's 12 days, right. there's 10 days. So okay. um, a lot of different cruise lines that will do this. Okay. So yeah. tell me about the cruise lines. What are the most popular ones for? That type of cruise. Um, yeah, so um, Seaborn will go up there, which right. is a smaller ship. 
great for going right. in there. Viking definitely is um, yeah. homeland is in Bergen and Oslo sort of thing. I saw quite a few Viking ships on my cruise. Oceana, Regent, all of those go up there. Hertegruten is definitely up there. But Hertegruten, even though we sell it as a cruise, you have to understand that Hertegruten is also the boat that, or the ship that carries the mail and carries all the other stuff and picks up stuff. <laughs> so, so, um, so that's it's not going to be your average cruise. <laughs> no, 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 no. But a lot of people will take it. But your time in certain ports is going to be cut very short because they're only there for a certain amount of time. Then they're on to the next one. Then they're on to the next one sort of thing. So you'll get a lot of ports. You may not get a lot of time in, in all the ports. Right. So that would be very important to see how much time you have in all of those little ports. So one thing I've heard there, we talked about Regent and Silver Sea and Oceana. That these are all smaller ships and Viking as well. Yes. They're small. They're smaller ships. Yeah. I'm. I would imagine some of the larger lines with some of their bigger ships probably go there as well, such as Holland America and possibly Celebrity. But would I be wrong in thinking that you're going to get a better experience with the smaller ships because they can get into different ports? Yes. Uh, you are, well, that's on any itinerary. I, I always right. agree that the smaller ships are going to get the, the preferred places of docking. The larger ships are not going to get that preference. Sometimes some cities only want maybe one large ship and they'll accommodate the other ships. They You, you take something that's 3,500 passengers, well, you've now swamped that little city because they don't have that many people there. You know, right. it's scenic for, for people that are, uh, it's great for people that are hikers, um, people right. that are active, people that, you know, walking is definitely cobblestones. So I'm going to say anybody that's thinking of that, it's comfortable shoes. But every city will have sort of like a hop on, hop off bus. Every cruise line will probably have like a panoramic tour. So anybody that's not capable of the activity ones or, or doing it on your own um, for activities can definitely do something like that because for this cruise, a lot of the spectacular scenery is seen while you're sailing in on the cruise ship. So the, the spectacular scenery is the fjords in and of themselves as right. you're coming in. Right. Yeah. And and anything that you're going to, like if you go to a, a little place or, or where the ports of call, a lot of, um, a lot of the offerings are, well, we're going to take you to this waterfall sort of thing. And the waterfalls are spectacular. They really are. But sometimes some people feel like, well, I've already seen like three waterfalls on my way in. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> They're, I mean, each little port has its highlights. So we all have to showcase that for sure. Yeah. So did you have a favorite port along the way on this cruise? I did. I had a couple of favorite ports. One of them was Flom, and Flom is at the end. And I'm not going to pronounce the Norwegian fjords names because I'll never get them right. <laughs> They've got too <laughs> many letters that I can't even put together. So I'm sorry, but I can't. But Flom is at the end of one of the longest fjords and one of the deepest fjords. And the sail into Flom was beautiful. But Flom only has about, I'd say the population is about 300. Wow. Um, it's, but it's stunning. Absolutely a little town that's one of the most popular things there is um, a railway tour. It goes one way up, one way down. And it stops at this beautiful waterfall halfway up. 
and it's it i mean it stops everybody gets out to take the pictures and everything like that and it's got just stunning views absolutely stunning views of of the waterfall and and so close up but it's it's just beautiful and the train ride up like the ride up it shows you valleys and and history of that little part that Flom has just outside of it roads that they use to build bridges or or how they got up like little crooked roads sort of like you see in san francisco <laughs> and then it stops at the top and uh people get on that have come from bergen and they get on and they come down to flam sort of thing wow was there any other ports that, that stood out for you or bergen in particular bergen i liked yeah i really liked bergen yeah. bergen has a lot of old history there there's a unesco world heritage site and they call it Bregen. i think that's how they pronounced it it's on the, mm -hmm. it's on the waterfront and the houses were built medieval times i guess um when right. they uh hanseanic germans were powerful and they decided to trade with the Norwegians and they built these warehouses, houses on the waterfront that are still there today. They've protected these and there's like very narrow little alley alleyways between these houses. And they had um, sort of bridges across where they used to keep the fish and and store it for trading and and salting and things like that so that was really interesting that part i took a walking tour there so it gave me a lot of highlights of, of bergen sort of uh around the area there's a fish market and you know the history of the fish market which is modernized now today and the old fish market's not there i also took a funicular up there mountain and it had beautiful views of uh, Bergen sort of thing and the waterfront and the sail in and everything like that. So it was really a pretty city. I really mm. liked that one. So you mentioned sail ins. Mm -hmm. I gather that when you're coming into the fjord, the, the sail into the port is, is a large part of it. How long would that yes. be roughly? Sometimes it's, I think the one into Flam was four hours. Sometimes really? it's two and a half hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they start early in the morning. So when I was trying to get the pictures, yeah. I was trying to get something with a sunrise, but sunrise is at four o'clock in the morning and sunset is at 11.30 at night. So you never get really dark. <laughs> um, it's beautiful wow. on the way in. Sometimes it's a bit misty. And, and then on the way yeah. out, if you've had a beautiful sunny day, it's even more spectacular. But the thing is, you have wow. to expect rain because you're in between, right? Uh, uh, mountains and uh, the water and everything. So Yes, the weather patterns could be typically they could get yeah typically they could get a lot of rain i was just so very fortunate that we didn't we only had that one day where it sprinkled and we didn't even need an umbrella so what time of year exactly did you go i went um the end of may beginning of june so okay. i would say anybody wanting that summer solstice june is the perfect time right and july and august is i i think july and august gets a lot busier because mm -hmm. i kind of went on a shoulder season but i'd say that's the perfect time if you are into hiking or active stuff to do i think if you wanted to see northern lights then you would take that 14-day cruise and you would want to get up right. to uh Honingsvag or, further north or, yeah yeah yeah, to see the Northern Lights. I mean, they were just not going to be visible for me because there was too much daylight. So when you're sailing in, would would a pair of binoculars be a handy thing to take along with you? Actually, yes. Yeah, I had binoculars. Mm -hmm. um, I did use them mm -hmm. a couple of mornings. I had um, an aft-facing veranda 
and I would be, I had spectacular views out there. And a couple mornings I would take the um, binoculars out just to see what I could see. So I would think an aft veranda would be an ideal location for a, a particular cruise like this. And then, then again, the verandas period would probably be ideal. Would you reckon? You'd recommend yes. a veranda for sure? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. it, it's spectacular scenery. And on, on top of that, if what the ships do do is they will open up the front of the ship for people to go out and, and get some great views as they're sailing in or sailing out. Most often sailing out because people are awake and, and you know, right. they've come back from being away. So who takes this type of cruise? Carol, is it mainly younger more active people or is there, is there a range? I did not notice a range, to be honest. I know there was a lot of active people that right. would take this and they would uh, do a lot of walking. Some people did some hiking. So one of my ports of call was Stavanger and Stavanger is famous for uh, pulpit rock which is a very flat rock that goes right out over top of the fjord. Anytime I've looked up a picture of it or seen a picture, you know, you see one person standing on the end and I think, yeah, that doesn't happen. So I talked to some people that did do it and the path up is two and a half hours and right. it's not a great path. You have to be really good at on your feet and have great shoes and, and to get up there. It took two and a half hours to get up for the average person. And the problem is when you get up there, there are hundreds of people up there. <laughs> you don't get that view of the pictures that they show you of the one person on this flat rock. Right. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. that one that one person there probably hiked up in the darkness <laughs> and waited for the sun to come up so he beat everybody there. <laughs> Either that or a helicopter flew them in, right? <laughs> yeah. So anybody... Um, that likes to hike, anybody that likes to walk, anybody, you know, anything like that. Definitely anybody that is into scenery, um, mountains and waterfalls. And, and that can be at any age. And even if people are um, elderly and they can't do a lot of um, hiking, walking or whatever, I think that every cruise line would have a panoramic tour. And so they would be able to take a panoramic tour and see the highlights. So I'm not going to say that there is an age, maybe not young families. Right. It may not be of interest to say kids under 10, but definitely I don't think that there's a certain age on the other, just because there's so much um, activities that you can do. What about sea days, Carol? Was there, is there a number of sea days involved on, on your 11 day cruise? And would there, would we find more sea days on a 14 day cruise? I had one. One, oh, wow. one sea day. I, I believe it was because my distance from Amsterdam to my first port needed a sea day. So I guess that depends on where you're sailing from. Even from Oslo to get around that point, depending on what their stops are. I know because I've booked people on Norwegian Fjord cruises and looking at the itinerary. There's not a lot of sea days because there's just too many stops, right too on. many port days. Right. that you, And, and yeah. it, it's So it's a busy cruise. Port. It is a busy yeah. cruise. Yeah, it is very busy. Yeah. So obviously, Carol, the weather can be varied and the temperatures at different times of year could also vary. What do you recommend for folks to pack for this type of cruise? Layers. Definitely okay. pack some layers. And casual. I mean, because you really want some good footwear uh, if you're out there. You really want something that is depending on the weather. So my weather varied between 10 degrees in the morning and um, I bet the highest got up to 22 in the afternoon, which was wonderful. So 
layering I found was great because you could just start right. to strip off the layers and be comfortable, but you were still comfortable in the morning. Definitely um, take an umbrella. You may need it. If you don't take it, then it's going to rain. <laughs> something that protects you from the wind as well typically like we advise people that are going to alaska you need to take layers so really when you think about it the weather ranges would likely be very similar to an alaska Mm -hmm. cruise well carol this is absolutely great information is there anything else you'd like to add about a northern europe fjords cruise before we wrap up i think everybody should experience one i wish that i had time to do it a little bit longer but like i said there are so many different itineraries on a Norwegian Fjords cruise that you could definitely repeat it. So in other words, you'd go back. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I would go back later in the season just to see what the changes are in, in the... Sure. Um, yeah, but I would definitely... So the season the season runs from mid-May till mid-September? September. Yeah, I would think so for, you know, the nice days and, and that probably September it's getting cooler just like May sort of thing, you know, our fall and spring. And then September to October, there's still cruise ships that are going up there and and Northern Lights is a big highlight. Do you run into any rough weather? I did not. I was so lucky. I did not. But like I say, rain is typical for right up there yeah. so be prepared for that absolutely be prepared for that well this is absolutely super information carol if folks wanted to reach out to you about this type of cruise how would they do that uh they can reach me at our phone number 905-332-4500 or info at cruiseholidaysburlington.ca super super i'll leave those contact links in the description for folks that may want to reach out to you now i always ask have to ask where are you off to next uh, yeah i will be heading down to miami in october to visit the vista oceanus oh, okay. ship the, yeah well we'll have to have you back to regale us with uh, your adventures on the vista how does that sound sounds good i'd love it all right so with that carol i'm just going to wish you safe and happy travels on all your future cruises and adventures may the wind always be at your back and i hope to see you on alito deck sometime soon Thanks, Ken. Thanks so much for today. Take care. And that about wraps it up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Carol Patterson of Cruise Holidays of Oakville. If you'd like to reach Carol about a Northern Lights cruise, I will leave her contact information in the description. If you'd like to reach out to us with a suggestion for another video or an interview, you can simply send a question to questions at realtravelexperts.com, visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or leave a comment. We always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoyed this content, a like, subscribe, and a ring of the bell is certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels. Happy travels.